Hello everyone, welcome back to Reservations. We're your hosts, I'm Rain Whalen. Hey, I'm Jeremy Blair. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing all right. You know, I don't ask that question a lot. You know, you don't, and uh, it's been noticed, but um, I'm doing great, and I'm really glad you asked that. How are you, Rain? I mean, there's a lot of movies I need to watch. That's uh, true. You know, That's we're true. watching the season finale of WandaVision tonight. Yes, we are. Uh, watch party. Yeah. Uh, anyone in the comments, I mean, this is... By the time, as of this recording, everyone should have already seen it. Yeah, probably. But if not, don't I mean, spoil it for anyone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we haven't seen it yet. But, yeah, we haven't seen it. Uh, we're a day behind, but that's all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then in a week, was well, it like a week and a half, we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I don't know if I'm going to watch that, but... Um, but it's got Sebastian Stan. Yeah, you know, I'm a big, big fan of Elizabeth Olsen. I have been yeah. for a long time. I think that her career is head and shoulders above her siblings. Um, well, especially considering her siblings kind of bottom out in the early 2000s. I honestly, I think it's just because they started too young. But that's... That's true. Neither, and I think that Elizabeth Olsen picks better roles to, to act in, I yeah. think. Because, you know, Martha, Marcy, Marlene, Silent House. I mean, we're talking... I mean, she's... And, and not to mention how in almost a span of like a year, she is in one movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson with her husband and wife. Yep. And then they're in another movie together where they're brother, brother, brother and sister. I did not see Godzilla, so I, I don't. Uh, it's I. Yeah, well, that's what they I kill Brian Cranston early. Oh, okay, spoilers which, for that. Uh, like, for that, like yeah, five year old movie. Yeah, it's an old, yeah, it, it came out a while ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so welcome back, everyone. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Uh, I know I did. Yeah, I mean it was it was a bunch a bunch of fun. I love. I uh, I mentioned to Ashley how I joked of doing a spinoff podcast uh, where we actually discuss true crime, and yeah. she was like, "Do it." I'm like, please, no. I, I know nothing about true crime. Well, and also, a second podcast is not something you usually stick to. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. I don't know if anyone else remembers uh, my second podcast. It's still. I'm still it, subscribed. It's so, still. Yeah, it's still up. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't made a new episode. Well, who knows? I, it's hard to. It's just hard to find time. I think you just need to like plan out like a routine. Yeah. Like. You know, we do this on Saturdays. Yeah. You do that one either on like Sunday nights or on your days off or Friday nights or something. And yeah, you know. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, if you were, if you did watch or listen last week, um, we're discussing a very interesting movie. Uh, yes. I knew going into it, it was going to be different, different, more different than some of your other picks. Yes. I, I wrote in my notes, the first thing I wrote was this is completely original. Um, I've never seen anything like it before or since. I think Hertzfeld has, you know, really honed in his own unique style. Yeah. And it's this. Yeah, it's... I'm trying to find the right words. Because I did, I did enjoy the movie. And by the way, everyone, the movie is... It's such a beautiful day. And if you have not seen it, turn us off. We have the link to the Vimeo mm-hmm. uh, video in the comments um, or in the description. So check it out there and then come back and listen to it. It's you, only an hour long. You'll be fine. You will have to either rent or buy it. Oh, is um, that true? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's it's four ninety nine to rent. I may have found it for free somewhere. So well, type it into Google or something. Th- well, um... They did have it on Vimeo for free for a while. Okay. But then I guess they changed it. To... Well, that's a good point because I tried to watch uh, World of Tomorrow episode two last night. Uh-huh. And it's 
you have to pay for it on Vimeo. Yeah, well. but but anyway, yeah, we'll have the link in the description. Um, definitely check it out. It's, oh yeah, it's and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's very very interesting. Um, yeah, so so I guess we're gonna just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, let's it's, go for it. Yeah, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is just so different. Even I was like, and I even told Ashley, I was like, even for Jeremy, I was like, yeah, you know, he's picked some movies in the past that were different and you know to a songs from a second floor comes to mind yeah right? <laughs> that, that one but the whole time i was watching it it was just i was like this is it doesn't have really a cohesive narrative it is split up originally into three parts so it's yes. three short films put into one right um and, and then you have the epilogue and so and i think a lot of it has to do with the deteriorating deteriorating mind of bill i think a lot of that is the the sort of disjointed narrative and yeah i i kind of gathered that i think i want to say in in in, i think we were still in uh in um i can't think of the second chapter all of a sudden that's okay uh but you know when they start to discuss that his condition can cause these things you know false memories and i was like oh that's what we've been seeing right because a lot of this stuff didn't make any sense like the kid with the metal arms and you know the whatever so mm-hmm. it's again it for me i love anything that plays with memory and time this has both of that right mm-hmm. um and it makes me very, very sad when someone's memory is being taken away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that always gets me in, in any movie or show or whatever. Um, so immediately I gravitated to that aspect, and that was right up my alley. I loved that. It made me really sad, but <laughs> I loved it. Um, and it's just insane that I I feel so attached to this little stick figure guy. Yeah. You know, to, to Bill and... Well, and before we get into the the technicality of the film, because I want to, I really want to talk about that. It just, it is just very interesting that there's so emotion, so much emotion, and and Don Hertzfeld really has you not necessarily relate to Bill, but you you become attached to Bill, yeah. even though Bill doesn't technically have a voice of his own. Don Hertzfeld narrates the entire movie. And, uh, it, it was just really, it was interesting and it was sad, uh, that this, this little guy, you know, was, is experiencing some sort of memory loss. Yeah. The, it's a ambiguous diagnosis so we don't, we don't know what he has. I, I was leaning towards, I was like, oh, he's got cancer. And then when they started to more so talk about the memory loss, I was like, okay, maybe he's got Alzheimer's? Well, and then the history of mental illness in his family going mm. back to, like, his grandmother and and mm. her mother and, right. So um, it's it, it's a combination of multiple things, I think. Um, yeah. But, of course, that's left ambiguous, right? I, right? I think once we really dive into who his grandmother was and who his mother was, um, we get to see... Okay, this was, you know, he was on borrowed time um, living with, you know, all of his mental faculties in order. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And even the way he grew up with the, you know, having a mentally ill mother and Mm -hmm. he never had a chance. But um, yeah, I again, I'm a sociopath, so I don't really cry (laughs) uh, in movies. Um, 
This one gets pretty close. I, I get really, really emotional when it's revealed she's been practicing her handwriting to leave him the perfect note in his oh, lunchbox yeah. mm-hmm. when he goes to see his father. Um, yeah. Shout I out mean, to our Goofy movie episode. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, oh my God. Fathers and Sons. It's basically Field of Dreams for kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but except uh, instead of seeing the, the ghost of your dad in a Goofy movie, it's uh, lying to your dad so you can get a booty call. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Uh, it's basically the same movie. Um, <laughs> That's uh, for sure a future episode. Field of Dreams, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It is very sad, you know. That I. It really. I. I didn't get to the point of crying, but I was like, oh damn! Especially when he. He couldn't remember why it was. It was the the sequence with his dad. Yeah. He couldn't remember why he was there. Right. Neither person knew who the other one was and why they were even here in the first place. Right. And then he didn't remember. He doesn't remember why he needs to say it, but he still says it anyway. Right. You are forgiven. Right. And neither one knows like. Right. But I mean, the the gesture is still relevant and it's still felt mm-hmm. by both of them, mm-hmm. even though they have no idea who the other one is and why they're there. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I love the, just his, the, the sequence of his journey through it, it, like, you know, once he gets to the worst point mm-hmm. uh, where he really doesn't, he can't hold on to any memory or any sort of a semblance of order in what he's doing. Right. I really love that sequence. I think that, you know, he's, he's got these keys to this car. He doesn't remember, you know, renting the car. He doesn't remember getting a hotel room. He doesn't remember eating. He doesn't remember sleeping. He, it, he almost becomes sentient and aware at random moments in time, sometimes while he's driving. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Memento. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. You know, especially in the, the scene where, he falls asleep and then he wakes up with the whiskey bottle in his hand and oh yeah he's like i don't feel drunk right but you know kind of the same thing is you know bill has these keys to the hotel motel room but he's like i don't remember getting a room right but i guess i must have right um i think you know some of the saddest moments for me is when his ex-girlfriend brings her current boyfriend mm. Uh, to to visit Bill and he cries on the way home in the car. Uh, the 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 current boyfriend. Yeah, yeah because he's just uh, it it hit him so hard how how much Bill is struggling and how much Bill is you know suffering right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think anything with his mom is really sad. Yeah. Um, and there are things that are actually really funny right. Uh, in in between these things. Where... Yeah, in between these very. Horrible things happening to Bill. Right. Um, his his great aunt dying of yellow fever and catching on fire. Um, uh, the part that got me was... Uh, the trains? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> was the uh, the going home and masturbating for seven hours. See, I, I, I thought about that. And I, I laughed so hard and, and kind of pulled a bit of a Jason Momoa. I was like, my man. <laughs> uh, First off, shame on you. Um Denzel. Denzel, I knew I was Um, like, yeah, training day. Or anything. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that was, I mean, you know, 
I think of it as I don't know if Don meant it to be funny, right? I, I think that it's supposed to be yes, funny, but also sad that he's right? and yeah, um, he's got this much time or something, right? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, uh, I really thought it was funny when a lot of his um, a lot of his family were killed by trains. <laughs> like yeah, they just ran. Even his mom, right? Um, which was darkly funny. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> the it's it's this weird kind of melding of drama and comedy. Like, yeah, that would be dramedy, but these moments are meant to be very funny, almost kind of juxtaposed with these very horrible things happening in Bill's right. life. Right, because we can go from this lunatic beat the church organist with a shovel and then later learning that he he died alone in a field you yeah. know dreaming of the moon right mm. and you know where that is that first part is ridiculous and you know kind of funny the two seconds later it's back to being sad right yeah um and introspective and then all of bill's stuff is very um existential right? yeah what it means to live what it means to be in the moment mm-hmm. and be grateful for everything right yeah it's yeah i yeah i had that same thought i was like this is very existential uh and and, and it's not a it's not like a slow build to existentialism. It's a very no, no, sharp no, no. right turn. Yeah. And we're boom, we're in existentialism and Bill. Yeah. It's just And of course, Hertzfeld's style and how he put the movie together. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, he's melding all of these things. He's melding stop motion, classic animation or traditional animation style, um live action, mm-hmm. um still photography. Um it's truly amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want. I would love to talk about the technicality because it's, it's very eye catching. Yeah. That majority of the movie is shot, well, animated through, almost like a window. Yeah, there. It's like, um, in. In filmmaking in the twenties, they um, they call it an iris. They put an iris mm. on it, which is that you know, that dark circle. That they mm-hmm. put around the edge of the frame, right? Um, right. And a lot of it is done that way. Even in the same room, it's not the full room. It's like when it's uh, a circle, circle, circle. Like right? when Bill is thinking about all the mundane things he's done in his life, yeah. putting the keys down, vacuuming the floor, yeah. and it's bam, 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 bam. And we're not seeing like a, I'm trying to think of a good example where they kind of do that, where. Uh, Call back to Rec Room for a Dream. Okay, yeah. Where we see Elaine Barston cleaning and there's multiple of her. Yeah. But we're seeing the whole room as where what Don Hertzfeld does is we're just seeing Bill in different moments in his house, in his apartment. Right, 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 right. In In the hospital room, it's him in bed with his mother and his uncle. And then instead of just having the full room with the window... It's a circle that shows the window, right? Mm-hmm. And then a circle that shows like the clock or something. And then, you know, right. it's, uh, it's not the full room. It's not a, a complete 
frame of the room. It's, right. Right. They're in sections. Yeah. The most we get is when Bill kind of gets caught in that loop of it's a nice day. Yeah. Might walk around the block. Right. right and right. that's the most we get without an iris mm-hmm. where we can see the the street or at least the sidewalk and the outside of his apartment building. Yeah. Um, and then mixing still photography of, I'm assuming a bridge in New York with the animation underneath. Right. Hopefully I'm not blocking my face, everyone. But yeah. I think the most impressive, the most impressed I was, was having the stick figure pick up the payphone. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. I thought that was super cool. He probably, um, I mean, I, because I, it is the actual payphone. It's not like the, it's not like the, the receiver and the, the cord was animated. It was all one thing. Right. He probably, what he probably did is had, he probably filmed someone picking it up, you know, like putting it to their face and then putting it back and then probably went through and animated something on top of it. Right. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Cause to me, the, the person's arm would have been too thick because it's the, the stick figure's arm. I don't know. It, it was, it was incredibly it, yeah. impressive. Uh, yeah, because he picks it up twice. Yeah. Because he picks it up and then he puts it back. And he picks it up and then actually talks on the phone and then puts it back. And then, of course, we get switches where when he goes to see his father, they're wheeling out a real person. And then it switches. And then it switches to yeah. stick figure animation, right? I was kind of hoping that they would leave it like a real person. Yeah. I thought that would have been really interesting mm-hmm. if, if... It would show the disconnect between the two of them, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. I we need to know that they're both similar in the way they look, right? They're both wearing hats. Yeah. Right? I love Bill's hat. Is <laughs> it's almost like a fedora. Yeah. Kind of thing. And it's too obviously to differentiate him from everybody else. Yeah, because they're all drawn very similar. Right. Um. There, when when he starts to lose his mind the first time, for us the audience, mm-hmm. uh, when he starts seeing weird things and. Um, everyone at the grocery store uh, has demon faces and mm-hmm. their uh, bacterial ridden crotches in the goddamn produce um, <laughs> because he's he's always worried about that. Right? Yeah. Um, I I really like the way that Hertzfeld did that and how he you know how we showed and and represented all of his delusional thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And his dreams are phenomenal. The, the, with the sea lion or the seal that plays soccer with them. Yeah. Um, I thought that was fantastic. You know, everything about this movie is fantastic to me. The, the fish that grows eat, out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just love it. So, uh, yeah, it's, there, I, and there are also hints of his rejected cartoons in there. Uh, those of you who have seen the the compilation, we I believe we discussed it on the I'm thinking of ending things that Don yeah. also uh, we'll put a link to that as well because yeah, I know that's right. still on YouTube. Uh, when the, I, the 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 fish head, the pipe is leaking that thing um, mm-hmm. where that's on a continuous loop while other things are going on mm-hmm. in that frame. Uh, that was very reminiscent of that to me. Uh, I, you know because it's just this very ridiculous surreal repetitive thing that right. uh, that is happening yeah as we're so we should mention that if anyone does has seen rejected cartoons that is meant to be over the top and it's meant to be funny as where this is not. this well, is not i mean there are parts that are funny yeah as we were talking about yeah it 
But yeah, um, I mean, and I love Don Don Hertzfeld's animation style. Mm-hmm. I like. I love how he draws hands. The they're three, al- the... that they're almost very, like almost like forks. Yeah, I I, I really like that, uh, and I like that their bodies are disproportionate. Um, yeah, to their their limbs, because. Um, I don't know. I, I I really like when someone does something very interesting with animation, especially with with traditional two D animation, mm-hmm. and and so going into the movie, I was like, cool, we're going to see more of that because I love the rejected cartoons. I mm-hmm. think it's so funny and so ridiculous. So I was like, cool, we're going to get more of that, and and he does, and it's just so cool how each character looks the same but with with a little bit you know their hair is different exactly or they're maybe a little bit rounder or skinnier or whatever especially the part where bill can't remember anyone he yeah, recognizes they, their faces then they really do all look the same mm-hmm. right relatively yeah um and i like that he put little, little smears on their faces and you know they're they're not quite right Mm-hmm. In terms of how they've been looking this entire time throughout right. the movie, right? Now they're just a little bit off. They're a little bit different. And they tend to meld into one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think, you know, again, Hertzfeld is doing some incredibly unique things in this film. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially mixing like when uh, I'm assuming Bill has a stroke at one point. Mm-hmm. And he has the only time we hear someone else's voice besides his when I guess it's the paramedics trying to resuscitate him. Like, Bill, can you hear me, Bill? And, you know, BP's over. Oh, and then the surgeon uh, when he's in surgery. They, uh-huh. They're asking him, you know, all right, Bill, you're doing great. Can you name this person? Okay, you're doing great. Who is this? What is this? Do this math problem. It's And that's traditionally what people do when they have brain surgery or some sort of brain operation Mm -hmm. is the patient's awake and um, they are constantly engaging their brain. That's interesting. Yeah. I I see it on house. It's on house. Oh yeah. And house is, it's like what, like 95% accurate? No, no, that's pretty accurate. That's why I learned what plasma phoresis was. Isn't scrubs also like very accurate as well? In tone. Yeah. Shout out to Scrubs. Yeah. Bill Lawrence, give me another season of Ted Lasso, please. Uh, well, I mean, they supposedly are going to be filming it soon. I love it. Anyway. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I really liked that because we don't see their faces. No. You know, we see the, like, like in the surgery, like Bill, like, who is this person? And it flashes on the screen. But we don't actually see that person, the person saying yeah, this no. to Bill, which I really liked. It... it, it, it it really drove home the point of a uh, of a disembodied voice, mm-hmm. and I kind of like like that a little bit. It also plays with the confusion. It, it puts you in Bill's perspective, which mm-hmm. is he doesn't really know what's going on. He's confused. He's scared. Um, and this is sort of like how I mentioned in the Requiem for a Dream episode, where we're putting these people in situations that look wrong like mm-hmm. at the doctor's office you can't see outside the door and it's dark and it's foggy outside the door and um 
we're we're in a really close claustrophobic setting and it makes us uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable right mm-hmm. and it, it's sort of that a version of that yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah and for a film that is primarily animated yeah dawn dawn really makes us the audience feel uncomfortable uh makes i didn't i didn't really feel claustrophobic at any point but i think that's because with using the iris right 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 you learn you you learn like okay this is our world you need rainy days to appreciate sunny ones and therefore yeah. since he's never given us like a wide shot of anything uh-huh. there's no way to feel claustrophobic because exactly then there's no there's no differentiation the the only wide shot we get is at the very end which we can talk for hours about the end but i want to save the yeah, end the epilogue yeah yeah i want to save the end we'll, we'll get there i remember seeing it the first time we'll get there okay um so i i don't remember the first time i heard about this uh, movie i think it was on netflix i think that might have been the first time i saw it. i feel like i remember seeing either that one or what's what was this other one we were talking about it off mic world the, of tomorrow yeah i feel like i saw that one on netflix world of tomorrow is also a masterpiece and it is kind of like this it's a little more animated than this multimedia thing that is mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful day but there are some amazing science fiction ideas in world of tomorrow Okay. That, I mean, it completely blew me away. And I watch it all the time. It's yeah. shorter than this one. It's like 17 minutes long. Um, yeah. It's I, on the Blu-ray I got by the Blu-ray. Um, it's $50 now. Support Don Hertzfeld. Um, and he's done more um, since then that I haven't seen. Um, but World of Tomorrow is also amazing. Yeah, I, but I do want to say that it was on Netflix. Because I, I want to say I remember like kind of scrolling through Netflix one day and I kind of came across it. I was like, what is this? And since I didn't really know what it was, I just kind of moved on. And I think at the time, they were still on a star. It was on a star system still. Oh, okay. And it was like almost the entire, however many, five. I think five. And the consensus was, it is amazing, right? Right. And I was like, I need to watch that. And then when I got around to, oh, I'm going to watch that stick figure movie. Um, Uh It was gone. And so I had to go find it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and then once I did, I mean, I was completely blown away. Yeah, I, I do, I do appreciate the the fact that the movie is a little harder to find, not because I want movies to be hard to find, but like it adds to the fact that this movie is very unique. You know, like when we talked about songs from the second floor, like yes, right. it's a very unique movie, but. As I believe you said it in the episode, you can find the Region B version of yeah. Of I mean, it. it's um, it's hard to find in the in the aspect that it is it's more expensive to watch it, uh, which is you know yes the the Blu rays are relatively inexpensive. That's because you would need a a Blu ray player to play it. Right. right? As with this movie, yeah, I scoured the the internet. Uh, for it like I, I searched it's such a beautiful day blu-ray took me to amazon 30 bucks i yeah. was like ebay's got it for 50 it's expensive i was like that, that's, uh, that's that's a big old can of no for me chief and so <laughs> i i tried uh i think i did this is like it's such a beautiful day vod looked on netflix hulu uh, amazon prime couldn't find it and then that's when i finally found it on vimeo 
Um, and I did a little reading and apparently it was, had always been on Vimeo. Mm -hmm. And then like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it was free for a time. But yeah, so then when I found it, I was like, cool, that's the full movie. Let's do this. Yeah. And like I, I, like I said, hour. yeah, like I think an hour and two minutes. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I, I'm a firm believer that movies should be easy to find. If it's a movie that you really want to see, it should be easy to find. Yeah. But I, I like that this one is harder to find. It's almost like it, it comes with its own reputation yeah. and its own lore, right? Yeah. Um, this is how, you know, um, home movies used to be. This is like mm -hmm. bootleg VHS tapes that oh, shit. I want to watch like El Topo, for example. Uh, I want to watch Jodorowsky's El Topo. It's impossible um, back in the 90s or whatever. Like you would have to find someone who knew someone who knew someone to get who, you the VHS. Who, wor who worked at Blockbuster. Right, or something, right? Yeah. Not even Blockbuster, like worked in some like underground, like crazy, like <laughs> off the beaten path video store. Yeah. You know, and like, hey man, I got a bootleg copy of it. Here you go, whatever. That would be $200. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> it was just the 90s. And they, so this is, this is sort of reminiscent of that era yeah. of, you know, I really want to see it partly because now it's a challenge to find mm -hmm. right and you're right that's um yeah i i really liked that i mean yes it was a little frustrating at the time yeah. i was like oh my well, god well because we have this show if it was just like hey you need to see this movie i it wouldn't have been as frustrating it would have been more like a challenge right yeah but you know when i found it i was like you know it was almost like a uh almost like a treasure hunt yeah. in, in a way yeah, like, yeah. Oh, i finally found it right, yes right. um but yeah, uh, like again, we're going to put a link in the description below. Yeah. So if anyone wants to see it, this is your second warning uh, <laughs> to have turned us off and watch yeah. the movie. Link is in the description. I will put it as the first link underneath all of our underneath the actual description of the episode and our social media links. So and I may even put a, a little info button over here, maybe that wow, pops could, over that. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Neat. It'd be like Auntie Donna, like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> uh, shout out to Auntie Donna. Oh my god. Um, so Jeremy. Yes, sir. I want to talk about the ending, yeah. like the real, the epilogue. Yeah. Because our narrator, for the first time in fifty minutes, breaks character. Yeah. Because he refuses to let Bill die. Right. So again, when I first saw this movie, I, I remember, you know, um, while he's laying in the grass and looking at the sky, uh -huh. I was like, it'd be cool if it ended right here. Yeah. And, and he says the line, it's such a beautiful day. And then we're done. Right. And I was like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. Like, great. Like movie and, done. And then it keeps going. Yeah. Right. Which is, you know, unexpected. Right. And Hertzfeld resurrects and cures bill basically mm -hmm. um and has him live forever yes and again i love films that deal with memory and time this mm -hmm. has both so him being able to to have this newfound appreciation for living and getting to live forever is sort of the perfect ending it's what you would want, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of the, um, it's this catharsis that 
you know, normally in, in a movie like this, a character would get this appreciation for living and then they wouldn't get to have it for very long. Right. And, and, and Don Hertzfeld kind of builds up to that. Right. You know, Bill is finally, he's seeing the beauty in everything, you know, his bath mat, he's never seen, you know, it's, it's, I think he, he says it's beautiful and he's noticing the wood grain and his cheap cabinets. And so Don is building to this point of Bill is finally appreciating life. He's got, he doesn't have much longer now. Right. But the character of the narrator pretty much says to hell with that. Yeah. You can't die, Bill. Here's the perfect, here's what the ideal situation would be for someone who finally appreciates what they have, letting them live the rest of their lives that way. Mm -hmm. And not just the rest of their lives, the rest of eternity. Uh, It kind of harkens back to, I don't know if we've talked about it, uh, Soul. Oh, yeah. Um, Very, very good on Disney for for trying to explain the afterlife to kids. Uh, But they have that where he finds this appreciation for life. And what what they do is they let him live. Mm -hmm. And he promises that he will continue to appreciate life yeah and live it to its fullest right and you know and that's something again like i said don builds to that bill's going to be able to do this but then the narrator pretty much cuts that off at the knees yeah and makes bill live forever right which means in a way he almost can't appreciate everything since he can't die yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in a way, you could say you could say that. I, you know, for me, I just really enjoyed the journey through time with yeah. Bill now, uh, so that you know he, and it's sort of again this harkens back to World of Tomorrow where he's getting this this gigantic idea of living forever and giving us details of what that would be like um, mm-hmm. in a in a realistic setting, so. You know, fathering children, having, you know, multiple relationships with multiple women throughout the years because they all die. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, and forgetting, you know, losing track of the lineage. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, again, living this long, no one has ever lived this long. Right. Right. And so what would that be like? And so um, where he does similar things with different examples in world of tomorrow in this one the idea of living forever um i love the the fact that eventually he loses the idea of time right time Mm -hmm. doesn't have any meaning for him anymore right because he's lived for so long and you know forgetting his own name forgetting where he came from Mm -hmm. right um but it doesn't seem to bother him this isn't forgetting the way he his memory has failed him thus far right this is just living yeah right it um you're gonna hate me i know you're gonna hate me yeah we'll find out uh it makes me think of a character oh here we go they introduced in uh doctor who oh boy uh and peter capaldi's second season they introduced a character who the doctor uh resurrects because she it was kind of his fault that she died 
and uh, he resurrects her, but he, he technically doesn't do it incorrectly. He does resurrect her, but she lives forever. Hmm. And she he runs into her later on in life, and she has a library full of diaries that she's written of past life, past experiences, but she has forgotten her own name, so she just refers to herself as me. I'm me. Because she's forgotten her own name. She's forgotten where she came from. Uh, she forgot even how she even became like this. She just knows the doctor was involved. Uh, and that's kind of what it made me think of a little bit. That okay, Bill... You know, it doesn't bother him. That... No, it didn't seem to. I mean, the, the narrator would say, right? Yeah. Um, if it did. And, uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of it, the 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 forget the forgetting things is because there's no one there to remind him. Mm-hmm. So once he outlives human beings, once he outlives humanity altogether, mm-hmm. there's no one to say, "Hey, Bill, what's up?" Right. Right. That 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 goes away. So of course he would forget. Right. Mm-hmm. And the the beings that inhabit Earth afterward didn't right? really. I love the idea of them revering him as a god because he was there for all of it right exactly yeah. uh, it reminds me of ai um, oh yeah a shout out to ai um that the epilogue to that movie that's the closest i've ever gotten to crying <laughs> in a movie is uh oh, is lo- resurrecting his mother and uh, for, for, one for one day, day. oh <sighs> my god and they just cut it right there Okay, so, so so would you say though that Steven Spielberg uh, honored Stanley Kubrick with that? I do. Yeah. Listen, different episode, different time, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I could see that. Yeah, because yeah, because the 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 aliens that inhabit AI, you know, in, in the film AI, the the robots, the yeah, they see they see Haley Joe Osment as something different, and it's because he was around when humans were around. Mm-hmm. And is in their image. Listen, that's a whole religious allegory we don't have to get into right now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> maybe we may do like a bonus episode on AI because yeah, that's that movie has a mess of problems, but also it's less. It's still in... one of my favorites. I it's it's not a guilty pleasure because I don't feel guilty about it, but I, <laughs> but I like it. Uh, but yeah, you know, and I wonder, I wonder if people, you know, the fact that we're we're able to draw these conclusions. Uh, did AI come out after this movie? No, this uh, AI was before. This one is like 2012 or 12. something like that, and um, AI is 2001. Okay, well, I, I was gonna say maybe like this film inspired people to use these kind of same ideas. I know for certain the Doctor Who episode definitely came out after this, so I could have foreseen that. See this inspiring Stephen Moffat, who was the writer on Doctor Who for a time. Uh, Liking that idea of someone who has lived for so long and just forgets. And much like Bill, we see me at the end of that season and it's at the end of time. And she's just sitting there waiting for the doctor Mm. because she's lived through everything. And it's, it's it was just very, we're getting existential now. Well, cause I mean, the (laughs) film ends in a similar way where he lives until the lights go out and he keeps on living. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I really like. That's how Don Hertzfeld kind of ended it because it's almost a callback to the beginning of the movie where Bill said that 
he would, when he dies, he wants to be shot up into space. Yeah. And he ends up. And in that's space. where he ends up. Ends that's up. where he ends up. But, but rather than dying, he just floats. And for, keeps on living forever. For yeah. eternity, right? Um, so I, I like that Hertzfeld keeps Bill living. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the epilogue. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, and, and the movie is very beautiful uh, in, in, in its storytelling. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me cry because for the first half, I was just very confounded a little bit because I was like, this is just so strange. Like parts of the narration, like like how, how Don Hertzfeld would deliver some of the narration, like, you know, like Bill sat there chewing blood on a cold sore in his mouth and you yeah. see him and he's like yep you know i was just like this is very strange I, I wrote in my notes this movie is impossibly human um yeah because even in the very beginning when he has that awkward interaction with that guy that he thinks he knows oh uh, um we've all done that yeah so i mean it's that it's so universal and it and it's so relatable it's it, it's funny you say that because it kind of makes me think a little bit of anomalisa a little bit mm-hmm of being very human and there's not really any humans in this movie. Nope. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, and it did, it did, you know, it, it, I, I like the idea also that he says that they never saw each other again. And a few days later, they forgot about the whole thing, both of them. Right. Mm -hmm. I, it's so strange. I think about this every now and then that, like if I'm like at the grocery store, I'll look at someone and I'll go, I may never see that person again. Isn't that so, isn't that so strange to think about? Well, see, I think about that constantly because I work in retail. Yeah. And you'll, you'll go, I'll never see them. And well, and see the ones that stand out are the ones that are assholes. Oh. Like, you know, why, why would you come in and be an asshole to someone who's never done anything to you? But then I have that thought. It's like, oh, well. Because they know they'll probably never see me again. Right. And it's such a weird thing to think about. Like, really think about, mm-hmm. you know, the line, and they never saw each other again. Like, mm-hmm. what? It's... <laughs> that line hits. I don't I don't know. I, I think that it's... Um, it's interesting to think about. Uh, never seeing someone again. Well, I mean... Even though it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it, in it, some cases. It, it is, you know, it is interesting, that line, and... I mean, the whole movie is interesting. Yeah, and and that's how the movie starts. Yeah, with yeah, uh, this yeah. awkward interaction, and then they never saw each other again. Yeah, it's yeah the the movie like like I, like I just said, it is very beautiful in its in its I was gonna say message, but it doesn't really have a message per se. Don Hertzfeld's not telling you to appreciate life. He is giving you a story of someone who has a newfound appreciation for life. It's mm. isn't it it's not he's not wagging your finger at you. Yeah, he's not saying like, listen, young man. Yeah, he's not if doing you, that. If you want to stop smoking those cigarettes. <laughs> but it's cool. And yeah, it's, something to it, do with your hands. Yeah, it's super cool and it's like breathing fire. It's fun. So um And then and then you'll really need to be breathing fire like RDJ and Zodiac. Got a Siggy in one hand and your air canister in the other. Ooh dangerous uh but yeah it's like i said like when i when i first started it the whole time i was like this is very strange i was like and even for jeremy this is strange (laughs) but then as the movie progressed and i when it's a movie sometimes when 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 it's one of your picks Mm -hmm. and i have these confounding thoughts 
I'll read while I'm watching. I'm paying attention, but I'm still, I'm reading. And I started to read about the movie and, uh, nothing spoiler related. I just wanted to know a little bit more information. And, you know, I began to stop reading when we took that turn more into Bill wasn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped reading and I was like, wait, he's not going to make it. Like, yeah. but we still have at least 45 minutes left in this movie. Yeah. And it, it made me kind of hold on and pay attention. Um, because I, I was for sure, I was like, oh, he's not going to make it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it was so, I, all I can use to describe is beautiful. That it was just very yeah. beautiful in its, it's tell it's story of a man who is suffering from a disease um, who has this newfound appreciation for life and then can't die. On on Letterbox, it's I have follow me on Letterbox. Uh, should we start doing that? Probably. We really probably should. Um, it's it's in my list of all time favorites. Is this movie? Okay. Um, um you know, among you know, like. Um, like M and Requiem and things like that. But uh, this one I had to put on there because I think about it all the time and I watch it all the time. Well, and it's, yeah. And I could see why, because it is, it's just, yeah. I can't. Reservations should make a letterbox for all the movies. Yeah. We why should. haven't we done that? Hey, oh God, we're going to we do that. Should. Um, can I have multiple profiles? I think I'll have to sign out of my Oh, no, I'm sure I can make it on my computer. Yeah, you can make it on your computer. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so follow us on Letterboxd once we get that up. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on that. Uh, <laughs> Give us something to do tonight. Just very quickly, Letterboxd is this really cool app. Uh, our buddy Alex showed us. Uh, you can track all the movies you've ever seen. You can review them. Uh, rank, uh, give them stars. Say you liked it when you watched it or you didn't like it. Leave uh, reviews. Um, it's the most fun you'll have for three days. Because you will sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that one, seen that one, seen yeah. that one, seen that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still going through it and <laughs> trying to find movies I know I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so we'll make one for the podcast about movies we've seen, how we... I'll probably let you rate them. Okay. But, uh, but anyway, so... Um, there's something else I wanted to add, but, sure, I, can't, yeah. but I can't remember... This is why we should take notes. I know. I should take notes. But I I got my brain notes. Yeah. Um, it's obviously working wonders <laughs> at the moment. Uh, okay. I think I got it. I think I remember. Okay, cool. Um, I really kind of hearkening back to the technicality of the movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked the part where Bill, I think it's the fir- his first time on his loop of going around the block. Mm-hmm. When he sees people, but when the camera kind of pans up, it cuts to a stick figure. Like, we see a real person. Yeah, yeah, But then, almost looking through Bill's eyes, we see a stick figures. And it... Or I think maybe that was when Bill started to find appreciation for life. It was, that was that. Yeah, things are in color. Yeah. Um, I really love that. And it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying, how they did the, the payphone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're three-dimensional... You know, we're wider than a stick figure can be, yeah. and it's just yeah, it's a it's a cool uh, visual representation of 
um, a new way of looking at the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where his world is two-dimensional and stick figures, he's seeing everything in color and in three dimensions, right? Yeah, it's... For a second, at least. <sighs> Again, yeah, I mean, it's all, you know, it's not meant to be literal, right? It's right. just, you know, a visual representation. Yeah, the, the movie was just amazing. Uh, awesome. Very Glad beautiful. Didn't cry, but I did I did feel sadness. Uh, I thought for sure you would. That nah, sucks. man. Next time. <sighs> nah, man. I don't think any of your picks will make me cry like Warrior did. Like Warrior did? Bro. That's a good point. Warrior. Uh, <laughs> uh, God. And it was the it was the last yeah. ten minutes, and I just couldn't hold it. It was just like, oh. uh, so Jeremy, <laughs> yes, are you ready to wrap up? Wrap up I wrap absolutely up? am. Okay, uh, I'm really glad you enjoyed the movie. Again, this is one of my all time favorites. Um, I've even thought about getting a Bill tattoo somewhere. Uh, That'd be dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, you know, I don't know where, but I, I would get Bill somewhere. You should put him like. See, I was thinking on my arm. Yeah, like like right like just right here. Or or like here or something. Yeah, on my on my wrist or something. I you know. Yeah. Because I, I I love Bill. I you you grow to love Bill so much. Or uh, you should do what my wife did and uh, put it put it right here on your shoulder where her little chicken is. Oh, a little chicken. Yeah. That looks like Don Hartsfeld. Yeah, that looks like Drew. a Don Hartsfeld. Drew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I. And then I'll get spoon. My spoon is too big on my. My spoon. My spoon is too big. <laughs> Uh, oh man, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I yeah, I I I may bite the bullet and buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, again, it's got special features. It's got Roll of Tomorrow, and it's he does, you know, he puts in for a collector, someone who cares about what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got interior artwork. He has booklets. He's got, so oh, okay. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I may, yeah, yeah, I may just do it. Just yeah, bite yeah, the bullet. So, and I mean, it's worth it for me anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I want to watch it again and pay closer attention because I was paying attention, but I want to pay closer attention. Yeah. It's another reason why I like to rewatch movies is so I can grab things that I missed, especially movies like this where mm-hmm. there is so much to, to grab yeah. and, to latch onto. So I, yeah, I may just say fuck it and go ahead and just buy it on Blu-ray so I can rewatch as much as I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I meant to have Ashley watch it with me, but when she came home, yeah, I only had about 35 minutes left and she was like, well, I'm going to get on my computer. And I was like, well, she missed too much. I was like, well, all right, it's not a big deal. But she even acknowledged, she's like, wow, this is really existential. I was like, yeah, I'm like you missed the first half yeah, of the you, movie, you, you missed the crazy stuff. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, right, man. So Rain, what are we gonna talk about next week? So I really thought about. It. I really, I really, I was like, man, what are we gonna do? Did this movie make you change your mind? Like, did you already have something set up? Then you saw this one. It goes now. I have to change it. That'd be cool. <laughs> sort of. I'd, I'd feel. I feel good about that. Yes and no. All right. Uh, because my original pick, I'll go ahead and tell you. And it's for sure a future episode. Maybe not this season. Uh, The original pick was going to be What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, okay. Because I know you've seen the show. Taika Waititi. No, I've seen the movie. Oh, you you haven't seen the show? Oh, the show's great. um, Um, Yeah. But I I love the movie. But then, I I don't know. I really started to think about it. He puts newspaper down because he doesn't want to get get blood blood on on anything. It's the funniest shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's for sure a future episode. Uh, Like I said, maybe not this season, but. Fucking love that movie, man. But then I really started to think about it, and I decided to pick a movie 
that you've actually already told me you don't like. Oh, great. The only reason why I'm choosing it because I want you to look at it with new eyes. Fine. Because the film has aged in a way that it works in this day and age. Okay. And when I say the movie, you'll kind of get what, I, what I'm talking about. Um, and because I also want to get your opinion on the, the trouble uh, that the, uh, this is very early on in this director's career. Okay. After he had just had massive success with his very first film. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Okay. Because we've talked about his third film already. Go ahead. Next week, we'll be discussing Kevin Smith's Mall Rats. I do not like Mall Rats. I know you don't. I don't like Mall Rats. I know you don't. But, like I said, I want you to look at it with new eyes because I, I really want to talk with you about how Kevin indirectly made a movie that works for this day and age for nerds. Yeah. Well, yeah. For dorks. Yeah. For losers f- for nerds per se. I'm just kidding. But yeah, um, it, it's for this fan culture. This, um, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right, right. First, uh, one of the first Stan Lee cameos before the MCU was just kind of plugging him in everywhere. Yeah. RIP to the real legend. Yeah. Uh, Stanley. Yeah, R.I.P. Stanley. Um, okay, good. That was I was terrified. Uh, we were going to do Southland Tales for some reason. Oh <laughs> fuck no! I was like, oh, is he going to pick Richard Kelly? Because I'm I'll throw up if I have to watch Southland Tales. No, I. Uh... <laughs> also, a new Arrow video edition. They just added that to Why? Arrow video. Because Arrow video doesn't give a shit, dude. That movie's awful. I know. So it's I'm so really many glad it's great not... actors in a movie that is just awful. Yeah, I was really. I was really worried you were going to say that. But um, because, you know, Donnie Darko is so great. And then, you know, his second movie, Silent <laughs> So, um, well, and, and we'll talk about that when but, we do the episode. But. Um, okay. So, Mall Rats, that's fine. Um, uh, if you want to borrow my Arrow copy, because I also. I might actually. I also want to talk about the. Uh, when Kevin Smith recut the film mm-hmm. with the original version of what the film was supposed to be. But then decided to go back and reshoot a lot of the th- scenes because, and we'll talk about it more, but that the original cut of the film was going to make one of the characters out to be more of an asshole than he was supposed to be. Mm. Um, so I may let you borrow my copy so, okay. you, so you can see both versions of the film. Well, great. I get to watch it twice. Um, yeah. So fine. Mall rats. That's, that's fine. Right. Um, I was like... Uh, when you were before you started to build it up, I was going to joke. It's like I hope it's phone booth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also R.I.P. to our personal legend. Yeah, our Joel personal Schumacher. hero, Joel Schumacher. Uh, uh, I've okay. Before we leave, I I saw there was an article. I don't know who I, I forgot who published the article, but uh-huh. it was about Batman Forever being an underappreciated masterpiece. Yeah. So, listen, there's some love out there for Schumacher. That, oh, for sure. That we didn't realize ran that deep. Uh, that uh, people are like, guys, Batman Forever is the best one. And I'm like, well, relax. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the answer is Batman or Robin. <laughs> Ugh, I almost threw up in my mouth saying that. Stay cool. Uh, anyway. Uh, we hope everyone enjoyed uh, it's such a beautiful day. This is now your third warning. You oh, should have yeah. turned us off long before, but... Once again, I hate to 
beat the hammer in, but the link for the Vimeo uh, movie will be in the description. Please let us know what you think. I'll probably throw in World of Tomorrow, too, because that one's also really, really good. Okay. Um, link is in the description. Let us know what you think, um, and then we'll see you guys next week for Mall Rats. <laughs>